Hello, this is Chris Wooten with The Tenth Man. It is Friday, January 17th. I was out this week uh, with a vacation with my family for my wife and I. Our 12th anniversary was on Sunday. And uh, so we took the kids down to Anaheim and uh, spent, spent a few days down there at Disneyland. So while I was away, I was completely off the political grid, as it were. I was not following any news. I was staying off of social media. So I was not up to date on the Democratic debate or anything going on. Um, I was doing some catching up the last couple of days on my podcasts. Not, not my podcast that I record. I mean podcasts that I listen to and the news and all that, and uh, found out some, some new information uh, that happened at the, uh, regarding the last Democratic debate. And I have to, before I really get into it, I really need to do a plug for Michael Moore and his podcast. It's called Rumble. And uh, just to be, to be fair, a lot of the information that I'm going off of or the learning about the story came from this episode of Rumble. So want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, Michael Moore has done a lot of the, the work already on this information. And as he states in his episode, uh, he, he knows both the, well, I'm kind of jumping ahead here. Uh, this story involves Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, who are both contenders right now for the Democratic nomination for president. And uh, Michael Moore knows both of these people. He's actually used both of them in a couple of his movies. As I've said before, this show is not primarily political, but I definitely will get into politics when I feel it pertinent. And before I get into the story, I just am going to say I am a Bernie Sanders supporter. I voted for him in the primary in 2016, and I do plan on voting for him this year as well. If you know me at all, you probably know that I am a Bernie supporter, and uh, if you don't, it's probably not hard to imagine why I would be, again, if you know my politics. I'm not going to get into too much detail on why I support him, other than to just say that he speaks to a lot of the ideals that I have, uh, a lot of the things that I wish we had for the country. And, you know, quite honestly, he's a lot more relatable to the average American than some Americans give him credit for. His ideas are often portrayed in this wild, eccentric way, but the fact of the matter is that for a lot of his main issues, a majority of Americans, a majority, I'm not saying all, but a majority of Americans agree with him. Most people believe that women should get equal pay with men. They don't right now. Healthcare is another example. Most people don't want you to be bankrupted because you had to go to the emergency room. Uh, much the same with college tuition and uh, even longer periods of pay for maternity leave for new mothers and fathers. These are not really 
radical, crazy ideas. A lot of people are on board with these ideas. And in fact, what I really find interesting and appealing about Bernie Sanders is that there are actually a lot of Republicans who would support him in an election over like a Donald Trump, for example. Um, I've got friends that are conservative or Republican. In fact, I've, I've got a very good friend who is Republican, but I always kind of joke with him that he's actually a liberal Democrat. He just doesn't know it yet. But he is in favor of universal health care. He's in favor of reducing or eliminating college tuition. He's obviously in favor of equal pay for women. He doesn't like war, doesn't like violence. He just so happens to have been raised in a conservative household. But he's a Bernie supporter as well, and he hates Donald Trump. So the point here is that he's a lot more relatable and I think electable than some give him credit for. And he does also, on a personal note, he looks a lot like my grandfather. Um, I may put up, maybe I'll put up a picture for comparison, I don't know, but he does look a lot like my grandfather who passed away in 2004. And he, and also it's funny, his wife is the same, his wife's name is Jane, which is, was also my grandmother's name. Now, what happened is that on Sunday, uh, CNN dropped a story that was provided by allegedly a couple of members of the Elizabeth Warren campaign. And there was a meeting, a private meeting, no microphones, no other witnesses, just a private closed-door meeting between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders at the end of 2018. And the information that was leaked by these campaign members was that Bernie Sanders in this conversation told Elizabeth Warren that he did not believe a woman could win in the 2020 election. And CNN, without getting a confirmation or denial by either of the people involved, just ran with the story. And Elizabeth Warren did not release a statement uh, saying that this wasn't true. She, uh, in fact, said that it was true. And this came up in the debate. And this is causing all kinds of controversy and uh, this kind of rift in the Democratic Party right now. So uh, obviously there was a a lot of controversy with this and CNN right now is taking or has over the last few days taken a lot of heat for dropping the story the way they did based on no direct information and also for the way they handled the, the debate. And I didn't haven't had a chance to watch the entire debate, but I did watch the segment where they did address this part. And I got to tell you, it was really, 
really terrible journalism, in my opinion, and just the way it went down. Um, the CNN moderator was Abby Phillip, and she questioned Bernie Sanders on the allegation of him saying that, and he said, quite frankly and directly, that it wasn't true. And he kind of went into a little bit about his background and how it just doesn't even fit with his character. And then the, this mod moderator said, just to clarify, you, you're saying that you did not say to Senator Warren that you didn't think a woman could win the presidency. And Bernie Sanders said that's correct. And Abby Phillip immediately turned to Senator Elizabeth Warren and said, Senator Warren, how did you feel when Bernie Sanders said he didn't believe a woman could be president or could win the presidency? And there was this moment, you know, I mean, talk about biased journalism to just saying, I mean, posing the question like that is just incredibly terrible journalism to go right off of Bernie Sanders saying that I did not say that and then questioning it as if it was factual. So then the debate went into this whole discussion about why women should be able to be president. And where I just really get upset about this is in life in general, with people you know, any kinds of situations where there's a controversy, where where there's a he said, she said sort of ordeal and you don't have firsthand knowledge of what happened, you have to take everything you know about who that person is and what they've done, what they've demonstrated to come up with your best judgment for what actually happened. And the fact of the matter here is if you look at Bernie Sanders' record and his his whole theme of who he is he's extremely encouraging of women to get into politics and run for office i mean he in 2015 he personally encouraged elizabeth warren to run for president because he felt that she is what we needed right now and that she had it in her to win and be a great president and she stepped back. She said, I'm not ready yet. I'm still in my first term, a senator, and she needed more time. And that was fine. And at that point, Bernie said, okay, well, if she's not going to run, then I'm going to run. And so that's what led into him running for president. But he was encouraging her to run. 30 years ago, he was telling people he was encouraging women to run. I mean, he even said in the debate, you can go on YouTube and you can see clips of me encouraging women to run. And this gets into something that I wanted to say regarding Hillary Clinton. Now, again, I'm not getting into too much about the past and politics, but I do want to say this because this is something that I've really gotten frustrated with in this campaign and I've heard it a lot from friends of mine and just people in the media and, and elsewhere that Bernie Sanders didn't do enough to support 
Hillary Clinton after he lost the nomination in 2016. And it just infuriates me. It, nothing could be further from the truth. He came out and, and endorsed her in July. And now again, I, I have to do a quick plug again for Michael Moore's podcast, Rumble, because again, I did get some of this information from the episode that he just aired. So I, I do want to implore you to go check out his podcast because it is amazing. And it's really what we need right now It, it in terms of the impeachment and, and what's going on in, in that whole arena. Um, so I do want to make sure I'm given given uh, credit there. But he came out and supported her in July. And again, now Michael Moore makes this really great point about how there was a slight delay if you compare to when Hillary came out and endorsed Barack Obama after he defeated her in 2008. She came out and endorsed him in June. He, he came out and endorsed her in July. Now, you can't tell me that that is the reason why she didn't win, but be that as it may, uh, Michael Moore made a very good point, which is that if Bernie Sanders simply gave up and endorsed her right off the bat, he would lose a lot of his supporters. They would not lose the supporters, but they would lose some of the respect they had for him, and they would be very discouraged from then turning around and voting for his political rival. And so he needed to take time to stir up his base and he wanted to bring the electors to the caucus, to the, to the democratic um, national convention, the democratic convention, because he wanted to have representation for his ideals and his, uh, the things that he was pushing for because he knew that a large portion of the country was behind that. And, you know, you have to really think about that when you, when you talk about, Bernie Sanders not coming out and supporting Hillary right away, he had a very large base himself and she needed those voters. She needed his supporters. So he needed to be able to get those people on board in the way that would be the most beneficial to not only her, but also to making sure that the things that he represented was still fairly uh, represented by the Democratic Party going forward. So that's just regarding the the July part of it. Now, you talk about somebody pushing for another candidate. Bernie Sanders was involved in 40 campaign stops. Some of these were with Hillary. Some of these were just him. Some of these were with him and other people, other politicians that were in, you know, multi-type situations, but he was involved in 40. Hillary Clinton in 2008 was involved in 12 for Barack Obama. First of all, it's absurd to insinuate that Bernie Sanders did not come out and support Hillary Clinton because that's completely opposite of the truth. And the other part of that is going back to this notion that he's saying, 
a woman couldn't win the presidency, that goes against everything that he's been about for his whole career. And so when you don't have the firsthand knowledge or you don't have a recording of what was said, you have to take the person's character. And now I'm going to turn back to Elizabeth Warren here. When you're talking about credibility, she has had a lot of issues with either lying or bending the truth or just giving bad information. Um, I, you may have heard of the whole Native American issue. She had put down her, she had identified herself as Native American on uh, this registration for the bar in Texas. And she had identified, she was identified, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still, I'm still kind of getting over that cold, I guess, that I was talking about last episode. It's more noticeable to me now that I'm recording. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> so bear with me on that for a second. But she had been identified in Harvard, when, where she worked at Harvard from, I think it was 1994 to 2005 or somewhere around there as Native American. Um, now, it came out later that she, her, her ancestry was minuscule, um, not anywhere to where you would, um, that you could <laughs> credibly identify yourself as Native American. And you know, the point here is not that, not that it is or isn't a huge deal, but I'm talking about her credibility. There was also an issue with her stating that her dad was a janitor and she was sort of trying to make this, you know, part of her whole story has always been coming up from blue collar, you know, low class family. And I think having a janitor dad kind of helped play into that that story. Uh, but a couple of her brothers came out after she said that, and they were very angry about her saying that. They said, our dad wasn't a janitor. He was a maintenance guy. And whether he was or wasn't, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. I mean, it doesn't take away from who she is, but it's the fact of her lying about it or trying to use it to her political advantage. If there was a similar thing with her kids. She had said that her children were only educated in public school. Then it came out later that one of her kids had actually gone to private school. And then the very recent one was at the, not this de debate, but the prior Democratic debate. She had attacked uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Sometimes I just want to say Mayor Pete. It's just easier, but um, she had attacked him for hosting this fancy dinner donor event um, with all these kind of you know, rich rich folks. And it, he came back with saying that she had, in fact, hosted a very similar event herself when she was running for Senate. So the point here is, again, you've, you've really got to take people's character history, what you know about them and what they've demonstrated for themselves, and uh, the the narrative just doesn't make sense. And Bernie Sanders has has a history of very pro women, very progressive thinking, supportive of women, 
vigorously campaigning for Hillary Clinton in 2016, encouraging Elizabeth Warren in 2015 to run herself. And then you've got Elizabeth Warren, who has a history of, and by dare I say it, some issues in credibility. There was one more part of the, the debate right after the comment came up that I wanted to comment on and it was and part of what was really frustrating frustrating about it was that it, it was taking for granted that Bernie actually had said this even right after he had adamantly denied ever saying it and so it's frustrating that it became this issue now Elizabeth Warren made this whole issue about she spoke for five more minutes about how women are prepared to be president and how she's her credentials and uh, Senator Klobuchar the other the other woman who's still in the in the race right now how their qualifications for being president and as as women and it was just so frustrating because that wasn't that may be an issue in some people's minds, but it's not an issue from Bernie Sanders. And so it just seems very disingenuous to use that as a catalyst to kind of go off on that tangent. And one of the things she said was she and Senator Klobuchar were the only ones to, I think, yeah, she put it like, were the only ones that had won against the Republican incumbent in the last 30 years that no none of the other men on stage had done that and that that she was the only one on stage that had won every election she'd been in and there was this great moment where bernie spoke up and said i did win against the republican incumbent in 1990 and she said that was 30 years ago saying that that's what i was saying in the past 30 years now why did she say in the last 30 years because that was the last time he won. Bernie Sanders has not lost an election since 1990. That's why he hasn't beaten a Republican incumbent in the last 30 years. He won in 90, 92, 94, 96, 98, 2000, 2002, and 2004. Then in 2006, he ran as a senator in Vermont when the independent senator retired, and he won that election. And he's won every single election since then. So to say he hasn't hasn't beaten a Republican incumbent in 30 years, it's because he's never lost an election. You can't beat an incumbent if you're the incumbent every single time. So it's just this idea. It's just making, you know, it's just so frustrating to make issues like this. And then on the other side of it, Elizabeth Warren claiming her perfect record, she's been in two elections. She ran for Senate in 2012 and then 2018, and she won both of those elections. So she's perfect two for two. There was one other thing I wanted to comment on really quickly before I sign off here. There was this moment in the debate the the men, the moment that I mentioned earlier with Abby Phillip 
turning around and questioning Elizabeth Warren on the the fact of Bernie Sanders saying that right after Bernie Sanders just denied saying that there's this moment where Bernie laughed this kind of resigned laugh it was just sad it, to me it was just it's just really sad because i i kind of read in his face this sort of look of defeat like this is the system here again just like what happened in 2016 the system is working against him and it's just uh, it's just frustrating because all that it's doing more than anything is just creating another rift in the democratic party and it's very unfortunate that it happens to come out just 3 weeks before the Iowa caucuses the first primary state in in the in the primary election you know i don't i don't know the whole details of why this got released just now and who's behind it you know who's who's paying who to put this out there i'm certainly uh, not impressed at all with CNN for the way they released the story and then the way they handled it at the debate. To me, that was just terrible. It's, uh, it makes it pretty hard for me to understand why, if this was such a terrible thing for Bernie to have said, why is it coming out now? This happened over a year ago. And now all of a sudden, three weeks before the first state in the primary, it it comes out. I don't know that Elizabeth Warren was even the one that spearheaded for it to come out. It could have been somebody from Russia. It could have been somebody supporting Joe Biden. I mean, it, although to be honest, I don't even think it really helps Joe Biden. It just helps Donald Trump more than anything because it's just creating more of this kind of rift in the party. Because the fact of the matter is, if you take Bernie Sanders out of the race, Donald Trump has a whole better chance of winning. And uh, there were a lot of middle American blue collar type people who would have voted for Bernie Sanders that voted for Donald Trump. If it had been Bernie against Donald Trump, they would have voted for Bernie Sanders. And a lot of people who are just blindly, uh, I don't want to say blindly, but who are just, well, you know what? No, blindly is right. Because if you're going to go ahead, if you're going to go around and say that Bernie Sanders didn't support and endorse Hillary Clinton, then yeah, that's, you're, you're being pretty, uh, pretty obtuse in your thinking there. So yeah, if you're going to, if, the people that are blindly thinking that way, they don't see it or understand it that way. But the truth is there are a lot of people. I know a lot of people personally, and I know from the demographics in the middle America, blue collar type States, Michigan places that Hillary didn't go, but Bernie did go when he was campaigning for her, um, that they would have voted for him. And a lot of that is because he speaks to those people. He is nothing like Donald Trump, but they both come from this sort of outsider perspective in the minds of a lot of these people. And Hillary just didn't speak to those people. And uh, 
So anyway, I do hope that whatever comes of this, that they're all able to put it behind them. If Elizabeth Warren is the is the primary winner and she ends up being the nominee, I will I will be voting for her in the general election. But right now I just I just wish that we would have a fair election and I haven't even gotten into what happened in 2016. Uh, already gone on a little bit longer than I even meant to, but uh, thank you again for bearing with me on all this. It's it's just frustrating. The media, the, the way CNN is handled is maybe the most frustrating part about this of all for me. As I said, go listen to Rumble with Michael Moore. Um, I have no problem with... Uh, with um, <laughs> giving a plug to other podcasts that's one of the great things about podcasts is you, you're just you're just listening so it doesn't doesn't hurt me at all if you listen to other podcasts I think that's great and uh, as I said he, a lot of the information that I'm going off of came from his episode from his podcast so I um, but go listen to Rumble all the episodes are great it's really it's really cool to listen to it I'll be back again really soon. I've got some really good ideas for upcoming episodes. I'm going to be doing a series on a couple topics that uh, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it just yet, but uh, I've got some. And I've got some guests actually lined up. I'm, I'm looking at doing. I'm evolving and, and changing the podcast a little bit, and still kind of finding my voice. So. I'll be talking to you again really soon. Have a great day. And remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus.